Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Uh, let's get to Sharks v. the Tigers. Uh, Sharks had 62% possession of the Tigers. I, I want to just put aside the result because we all, you know, expect the Sharkies to win. What I love from the Sharkies, and even though there's still some parts of their game where I'm like, oh, just need to get that out. They came out and they went 15 from 15. And that just shows me a team that's attempting to get things right before finals footy. And so... If I had to put a bet on it, I would still say they're 12 months maybe away from a premiership push, which is probably a year longer than I thought, um, which is super impatient. Like, it's given to his second year, but that's just how good I thought the squad was. But I will say, at least they've put themselves in a position to make that run. You know, we can all sit here and go, yes, they haven't beaten a top eight side, whatever. If you had spoken to a Sharkies fan a year and a half ago and said, you can be third or fourth, Two years in a row, but you had a bit of a soft draw and you lost the top eight teams. They would say, give me that in a heartbeat. Uh, we have to remember, Nico Hines, he's in his second year at seven. He's only going to get better and better. You've got a relatively young side. The more footy they play, the better The better they're going to be. So I love the fact that they're reacting to Fitzgibbon. Um, still parts of their defence that they need to clean up, but they put themselves in a position to actually challenge, which is all you can ask for. I think Craig Fitzgibbon would have sat down with his team this week and pointed out that from the next six games, they play four top eight teams away in the next six weeks. Big, big. This is, are we contenders or pretenders? Mm. Let's let everyone know and let's work it out for ourselves because I don't think they know themselves at the moment. Mm. So they play the Warriors this week over there in New Zealand. They then come home and play Manly. They then go to Penrith to play Penrith. They then go to Perth to play South Sydney. They then host the Titans at home. And then they go to North Queensland and host the Cowboys. I don't know if the Cowboys are in the top eight right now, but they're playing like a top eight team. I'll be shocked if the Cowboys aren't in the eight. I'd say they are, yeah. So for me, the home games against Manly and the Titans win – but I'm not going to learn anything from those. It's those other four games, especially Penrith into South Sydney, round 23 for South Sydney, Campbell Graham, Cody Walker, Latrell, all these guys back in. It's the next you know, four to six weeks that I think we find out what the Sharkies are really made of and if they've improved off the back of last year. 
Yeah. The Cowboys yeah. are ninth, but they're on the same points as seventh. Sweet. Um, so let's talk about some really good standouts. Uh, it was good to see Toby Rudolph back. I thought he brought a bit of energy. Going to take him some time to get match fitness, but I thought it was good to see him back. But I want to talk about Blake Braley. Uh, he is really growing as a player, making so much progress under Fitzgibbon. He's getting more confident. He's starting to create things around the ruck. We all know that he can do – his foundation of a game is almost second to none. Great ball passing, uh, good defence, fit as anything, can play 80 minutes. It was just the, the flashy stuff that we were like, can, can we get a little bit more out of Braley in attack? And I think we're starting to see that. Yeah, and this is a, another big advantage the Sharkies have, that they're one of the few teams in the competition that has a nine, that during the week I don't have to worry about how many minutes he's going to play. Mm. I know he's going to play 80, which means that I can go all out on having four forwards on my bench. Uh, I, I love Braley. We, we said it last week, mate. Like, you, you wouldn't be able to sit here over the last three years and say he's the most improved player of any of those seasons. Mm. But as a collective, the most improved player over the last three years, I reckon he'd be very hard to push against. He's been so good. What do you think of uh, the Sharkies, Matty? Yeah, I think, I think their second half was quite telling. Like it was... The Tigers, I thought, did pretty well in the first half, especially after bouncing back um, from that Cowboys game. But the the Sharks just, they did what they needed to do. As Guru said, they're, they're playing stronger teams the next few weeks and we'll see then. But, you know, I think it was, was it 12 all at halftime or there was a try in it and they probably, it was probably... 12 all at halftime. 12 all. So it was a bit of a wake-up call and they were like, all right, we need to, we need to roll here. Because Nico, and, and as you said about Braley, like Nico had some fantastic moments. He also had some... Pretty average moments. He had quite a mixed game, so it was great to see Blake Braley step up. I think the thing that would have frustrated Fitzgibbon at halftime would have been that they conceded a try in the 39th minute. Mm. Good teams don't do that. Yeah. And they are a good footy side. I think Craig Fitzgibbon would have just been sitting there going, why are we this team? We, we, we don't have the squad. If the Tigers concede in the 39th minute, I go, okay, young squad, injuries, you're trying to work things out. The Sharkies aren't. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh as I said, they're the blemishes that you go, oh, if you could just get rid of that. And there's premiership always game. a blemish. They yeah. win by 50 and there's still little blemishes that you go, oh, Penrith wouldn't have done that. But it's like, of course there is. They're a side that two years ago weren't in the eight. Yep. You know, so it's like, I think we just have to remember these things take time. You know, I, you look at the Penrith Panthers and they're almost the anomaly where they just all of a sudden – you know, but even a year before, I think they were fourth when he, when Anthony Griffin got sacked. So, like, it, I think from the outside looking in, it looks like it was all of a sudden for the Panthers. But I think that a lot of foundational work yeah. happened before that turnaround that looked so quick. And that's, you know, if the Sharkies limped into the finals last year and they were coming seventh right now, Sean Bloor scoring the 39th minute, I wouldn't care about. Mm. But they've shown that their standing can be so much higher and they've shown that they're a team that... You know, they, they, they might be at, at longer odds or some of the other teams, but they could win a premiership this year if they get it right. If they get their defence right, they'll be a premiership. And that's the standard. You, like, and uh, I know it probably sucks for Sharks fans. You keep winning by 20, 30 points and we're negative. But if you weren't a team that could win the comp, we'd be positive and pat you on the back and it, it'd be all hunky-dory. Mm. You're a team that can do better than what you are. Mm. Yeah. It's, as I said. And also, we don't really know, like, were the Tigers just so much better than they were last week? You know, was that was that the reason for it? But as I said, I, I try to take the positive away from the Sharks' position. They're two years into a new coach, new seven, new systems, new everything, and they're in a position to go on from that. You know, like if that's that's a pass mark for me. That's a, a situation where we go, okay, are we a little bit off the money in regards to premiership? Yeah, yeah, probably. But 
we're definitely on the right tra- trajectory. And you know what the beauty is for the Sharks? The things that are wrong, they are very evident. Yeah. And there are things that, that, that they are things that can be solved. Whereas, you know, I'm looking at the Roosters right now who have an unbelievable squad going, Jesus, I don't even know where to start. Yeah, I don't know what's don't know I don't know what the answer is. Don't know what to do, don't know yeah. where to start, don't know what how you fix that. The Sharkies, I think it's very specific what they need to fix. Mm. Yeah, just the defense and then all I mean they're the best attacking team in the comp. Yeah. They scored the most points, I'm pretty sure. So And like you could lose anyone from this starting side and the guys that are ready to come in. Not much changes. Probably outside of losing Hines. Mm. I reckon other than that, everyone in that side, not in a negative way, but they are replaceable because they've got so much depth in their squad. I mean, they've got so much depth, they couldn't hold on to a guy like Luddy Metcalf. And we see how good he was on the weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah, so as I said, you're sure you can look for the blemishes and I think we all just, they're on the table. They're on the table. We know they exist. But... They're there. They're there or thereabouts. Um, Nico Hines, I just love the fact that Nico Hines just keeps having a crack. Like, he is relentless. Um, you know, we often talk about a guy like Jimmy Maloney who just relentlessly would be having a crack. Doesn't matter if he made an error here or there. He would just keep coming at you. And I think Nico Hines, he's got a few more years to get to that point, but that's just such a, an asset to have. Yeah. Especially when you're trying to lead a team to a premiership threat team or even to a premiership, you need at least one guy in a key position that will just relentless, just keep going at the opposition. No matter what the score, no matter what happens, he's attacking, you know, and then you need players around him to kind of pick up the slack. Um, you know, very easy for Moylan, uh, for Nico Hines just to go completely off the radar this year after everything that's happened, all the drama, because it's not just, I think people, sometimes we go, okay, you just got dropped from origin, like, you know, that happens to footy players, but they forget it's the storm around it. It's not the actual dropping that hurts them. It's the fact that every time you leave your house, someone is saying to you, oh, I can't believe this. Like, you cannot escape it. You cannot escape it. The drama, like, that can... How many rookies have we seen, or younger players, or less experienced players, where it just drains the life out of them? And they, I mean, look at Cody Walker. He got dropped. It took him at least, what, four to six weeks for after his origin situation... And look, we're talking about a Cody Walker. He didn't deb- debut till 26. So he knows what it feels like to be dropped. It's the circus around it that drains these players. And I just love the fact that, you know, we talk about relentless. That's also mentally relentless. And he's shown that this year. I, I just, I love the way that Nico Hines carries himself. Just in on-field, off-field, in, dis- in disappointment, in success. Like the, like he just I I love the mindset that he has. I love the honesty too. Yeah, and that and, and the accountability. Yeah, it's you know as soon as he won that Dalian Medal last year when he was at the high of highs, it was thanking everyone else. Mm. And when he's at the lows of lows, it's I need to be better. Yeah, absolutely, and I love that. And I I understand Nico. He's been through a lot in his life, and I think he's he's probably learned a lot of lessons that fortunately a lot of us won't have to learn. Mm. But I just love everything about him, and he is such a good such a good person to have in our game. Oh mate, absolutely. Um, so yeah look as I said he's just so the thing is it's like if you want points like yeah okay he might have one or two errors in him but geez he can find his way like the way he hits the ball at speed on a short side it's beautiful to watch just beautiful rugby league and then you got Will Kennedy at the back just super slick um, so I, I'm still hopeful for the Sharkies this year as I said right now for me not a premiership threat but I'm not saying that they can't become one in the next month of rugby league. And that's right. In the next month, they could become serious contenders. If they knock off, like, for example, they go to Penrith and they beat the Pandas, all of a sudden you go, okay, even if they do get a bit inconsistent, 
at least we know they can beat the top eight sides. Yeah, and they're going to get New Zealand and New Zealand, Penrith with Cleary and South with Luttrell. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. This, this is this is a, this is a four weeks of semi final mm. football for yeah. you. And look, maybe Fitzgibbon has been leading up to this. Maybe all the training has been, you know, tape it off. Maybe the defense stuff has. Maybe, matter of fact, maybe he started the year and the defense training was hectic, and they were a bit fatigued from it. And so all of a sudden he pulls away that training, and they head into finals footy fresh and ready to go. Which I hope is the case because yeah. it would be fantastic. You look at look at the Cowboys. Like I can only imagine that they either had a super hard preseason. And so that's why it's taken them a while to get into it. Or they had a shortened preseason due to the World Cup, and that's why. But you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, it affects the season sometimes because the Cowboys, You if you showed someone that doesn't watch rugby league, the Cowboys the last few weeks and the Cowboys at the start of the year, you'd go, this is literally a different side. Yeah. Like, the Cowboys are going so well that a Tamalolo can be relatively quiet and you don't even notice it, which is something that they haven't had in a lot of years. So who I think has been a fantastic signing for the Sharkies, and he won't get all the fanfare and everything. Corfusi. Yeah. He has been. How many games of first grade do you reckon he's played? Fuck, only 30 or 40. 85. Wow. How insane is that? He's 15 games off 100. Mate, that's great. Just a battler. Yeah. Just a battler. Just goes about his work, and you get the same thing every single week. Um, uh, Nicola, outstanding. Just really, really hitting that potential that we saw a few years ago. And just one of those mainstays that he probably – he's got the origin curse, so because he's not in origin – he's not in origin contention, sorry, he doesn't get the headlines. He also seems like a relatively quiet bloke. But, geez, I bet you any money, when you go into an opposition video session, I bet you Nicola's, Nicola's name is fucking constantly. Watch his line run. Watch his line run. Because we see all that space on the edge – that all comes from Nikora just absolutely destroying the inside shoulder of his halfback. Yep. It forces halves to stay a second longer because they know he might get the ball and he runs it so hard. You know what I love about him too? He never gets pinned for messing up that line. Never. Never. You never see a try go to that right edge and it get taken back because he's run the wrong line or he's gotten the wrong way. Yeah. It's such a little thing. But it matters so much. Well, especially with the Sharks, they're so reliant on yep. that out-the-back play that if he wasn't nailing it, he'd be bloody pulled back every bloody game. And you watch him. When he goes through, he goes through. He goes five metres past, he stops, he watches the play, and then he sprints back in. Yeah. And you see so often back rowers go through, they see the ball's going past, and they go, okay, shit, I'm, I'm gassed. I've got to try and get back now because yep. I'm exhausted. I, I, the effort areas that he absolutely nails is incredible. Yeah, and his defence, like – I. Every contact seems to be like he's trying to hurt the opposition. Yeah. Every tackle, he's trying to hurt his opposition. Like that is – I sometimes feel like that's a bit of a lost start in the game because we're trying to pull back from that kind of, you know, don't be too aggressive in rugby league, which sounds so absurd, but almost become a bit robotic to a degree where yeah. it's just all about the wrestle. It's all about making sure you hold the ball, get him down, three in a tackle – Whereas Nicola, he has that, but he also, he's looking to hurt the opposition. And I, when he first came into first grade, I didn't get that impression from him. I thought he was just a good line runner. I, I didn't expect him to develop the way he has. So you've got to give Craig Fitzgibbon some credit yeah, for that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Because I don't think he had that, 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 that killer instinct I think two he, years ago. He had big hits in him, mm. but they were few and far between. Yeah. Whereas I feel like nearly every tackle, he's trying to hurt someone. Yeah. Like every tackle, you may not, it may not be the big highlight reel, but you'll hear the contact and you go, oh, geez, that would have hurt. Like, I, I love it. I love it. I mean, it's like reminds me of Fisher Harris. If you watch the Penrith documentary, 
what did he, he called it something like bit of skin or something and basically was if you see a bit of flesh you fucking hurt that player. yeah he said we're here to hurt or something along those lines it was fish harris saying we're here to fucking inflict pain on the opposition i I think the longer he plays i think the more we'll start to respect him as well as like a bit of a bodyguard behind oh for sure i I just don't think it's spoken about and we don't have a a big enough sample size but I, i think that narrative will start to write itself soon um yeah outside of that uh Katoa, three tries, always great. Jeez, uh, their backs are so fun to watch. You know, Talakai hasn't been spoken about at all this year, but actually I spoke about it on Packer Up Boys. So that's every Friday, guys, if you want to uh, have a listen. Every Friday, Packer Up Boys, we sit back, we talk about everything and anything, just have a beer and chill out. But So last week, we got Talakai's stats. This is... Ta- this is Talakai's stats for last night. Uh, sorry, not last night, the game. Two tries, two line breaks, 181 metres, six tackle breaks, 12 tackles, zero missed tackles. In 2023, Talakai, fifth in the NRL for line break assists, eighth in the NRL for try assist, averages 175 metres a game at centre, has five tries, seven line breaks, and 51 tackle breaks for the year. Yeah, but he played a 10 out of 10 game and didn't do it again. <laughs> he just played eight, so he's shit. Isn't he cursed by It's that? unbelievable. Like, it, it's so dumb. It's so, And also, you know, he had that poor, like, not a good origin debut. And so he just doesn't get there. Like, this is – no one's talked about Talakai this year. He's bloody fifth in the NRL for try, uh, line break assists. He is eighth for try assists as a centre. And then you'd go, okay, okay, he's a, a centre that sets people up. Like, for example, you make a, like a Zach Lomax where Lomax is really good at the flick and whatever. Then you go, oh, oh by the way, he's had 175 metres average run a game. Yep. Like, he is rounding out his game so well. Again, another player is in his second year of centre. He's just going to get better and better and better. What are you going to say, Manny? So, in the triassist stat, the top 15, every single player is in the spine except for him. That's pretty wild. That's pretty wild. Yeah, I'm just going through those stats trying to find the next best centre. Gay guys are the next. Yeah, there's a, cu- there's a couple centres on top of him. They've played one and two games, but... Yeah. Like... Pretty impressive. He's a freak. He He's is an freak. absolute freak. And, he, and I get it. The first thing that you hear is like that left side in defence has issues for sure. Not denying that. But they can be worked out. It's all about systems. It's all about spacing. Also, it's all about just time on the footy field at that position. So, um, yeah, that left side may make reads sometimes that isn't the best. And But, again, that can be worked on. That can be worked on. And, yeah, as you said, Dane Gagai is the next one. He's on average 10 metres behind Siffer. Yep. Every game, and how much have we praised Gagai this year for yeah. his football at Newcastle? Yep. Oh, sorry, uh, that that was for trices, not meters. But yeah. he's ten. He, he's the next center. Oh, uh, for meters gained, he's the next center. It's ten meters average less there than you Talakai. Go. There yep. you go. So yeah, Talakai underrated. Um, let's get into the Tigers now. Much much better. I mean, a million times better. A million times better. Um, that first half was outstanding. Uh, I just think that, like, oh, it's hard to know whether to, like, praise this performance and be like, okay, blip on the radar, because, unfortunately, this is deja vu. This is deja vu. We saw them get 70 put on last year. Then they come out and they show a bit of fight and we go, okay, okay, we're back towards where we want to go. Um, so I guess we'll just focus on the performance I thought the great thing for the Tigers, if he stays at the club, Bloor was outstanding and really showed why he's been so highly touted for so long. You would probably have more of a, an idea of Bloor through the juniors, but mm. 
even me looking at, like from outside looking in and seeing some of him as he came into the grade and reading about him, he's been highly touted for a long time. Very highly touted. And Matty, you, you can probably confirm, but he was he was like, not only was he the star, he, he was the captain of a lot of those New South Wales sides, wasn't yep, he? Yep, Coming he was the captain of the 18s in 2018. Yeah, um, yeah he followed the, the, the footsteps of Payne Haas and, and Cam Murray. Um, he's just always been at the top of the list when it comes to at the pathways. He was always, and I'm not, I, I don't mean that, I mean that literally. He was always like the number one on the top of like the stats and the whiteboards and stuff. Um, he's been a bit cruel by injuries, so that's probably halted his progression. But coming through, he was the man. Injuries have been brutal to him, and he's another one that came from the Panthers system. Could you imagine if they would have held on to him, bring him into this side now? And I, I think he should be one that the Tigers should put at the top of their list that we need to hold on to. Because there, there, there is a group of young guys in this side <clears throat> that can develop between Buller, the hooker off the bench. I really like the look of him, just silver. Uh, Bloor. There's a core there that the Tigers can build Junior around. Tupo, I know Junior Tupo has an issue at the moment with high balls and that, but there's potential there. There's 100%. a lot of potential there. And, you know, Stefano might, might have just got, you know, brushed from New South Wales, but there's no doubting whatsoever that he has got huge potential. They've got, you know, your Batemans, your Papalese. It's, it's just going to be a matter of now that Brooksy's gone, who's going to lead this side around? Huge concern. Massive concern. Because there's no one on the market. No one on the market, and whoever is going to be on the market, you're going to have to pay huge overs to get them there, realistically. But this is where you've just got to hope that Benji can go into the market and try and lure someone. Yeah. I wonder whether you go, you know what, like even bring in like an experienced New South Wales Cup player and then you just go all in on your youth. So basically you bring in an experienced New South Wales Cup or Q Cup half and you just go, look, boys – we're not going to make the eight for the next year or two. But that experience half is going to ease in our young gun sixes, sixes and sevens so that by the time those six and seven hit their straps, Buller is hitting his straps, Tupo's hitting his straps. You know, is that the direction they head? Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm finding more and more when I'm watching New South Wales Cup, those older experienced heads in the halves, there's less and less of them. Yeah, because it's... Everyone's constantly looking for the new... Like, I, I, if, off the top of my head, the one guy I could think of... Probably at the Raiders, a Matt Frawley. Because mm. there's not too many of those guys. Like, you, you don't, there's not as many Blake Greens and these sort of guys hanging around the well, NRL. Like, why would you? You get yeah. t- like, like, is Pierce the guy? Yeah. Fuck. Maybe. Seriously. I know it sounds, you know, I, I think you bring Pierce, you could bring Pierce to the club and it's almost, look, I, I wouldn't do it because we thought Brooks was in the headlines for yeah. like, Bad losses. Could you imagine Mitchell Pierce and the Tigers, how fucking annihilated he'd get? Yeah. But you bring him in and you almost go, look, all we need you to do, a win for us, is if you can make the eight, that's a win, and then develop our younger players. I wonder if you try and find guys via Bateman overseas. Do you yeah. go to Georgie Williams or who, who's the young bloke that carved up? I'm completely blanking his name. Is it Wellsby? Fullback, I think, or six. Yeah, fullback, you can play six. Like, There's obviously the options only, over there. The only concern I have with the – uh, Super League players is like they just don't have experience in the NRL environment to pass yeah. on, and you, you may be risking the, the the. I just think the Tigers need to put in a long term plan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This idea of like uh, we're just going to recruit a bunch of players and make the eight, I just don't think it's going to happen. And that's what's so frustrating. And obviously, I'm biased or whatever, but like, you had that halfback, you let him go to Newcastle. Yeah, I know. It's cr- like that. That is. Anyway, 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 it is what it is. Um, Buller once again had some moments of brilliance. Uh, was it this game where he 
It was the last try, yeah, Katoa. The last try he scored. Buller is coming across. I'm telling you, nine out of ten fullbacks or 16 out of 17, Even the only other guys that could probably do it is like maybe a trell. Like we're talking tippy-top. To have the hand-eye coordination to hit the ball as it's like landing was unbelievable. You cannot teach that. And, it, it, you know, hitting the ball out sounds easy. How many guys do you see do it? He hit the actual ball. Yeah. Like he didn't hit the arm, the shoulder. He dove and measured where the ball's going to be and hit it. And like, and yeah, it didn't pull off or whatever. Under this current rule set, it didn't come off. Any other year, that's a knock on. Yeah. Um, and just like little things like that, I go, wow, I cannot wait for this kid to have a good spine around him and just some more experience. It's just a race to get that spine though, isn't oh, it? Because there's going to be so many clubs going after this guy. Yeah, there are. I like. Yeah, I don't want to talk about him going anywhere else. And you know, I, even like another. I know he's not the most experienced head in the world, and he might not have been the answer. But just would like to see the the Tigers going for maybe Toby Sexton. I wouldn't have minded. Honestly, I wouldn't have had like it's better than what where they are right now and where I worry they could end up. You know what? If I'm the Tigers, maybe even uh, raid the sevens underneath uh, Tanner Boyd at the Titans. They got Weaver. Weaver. Yeah. Um, is there another guy that just come out of school as well? Jeez, uh, I have a knack of getting some seven. I think Weaver's the main one there. I'll probably try and get him. But Sexton would have been perfect. Because, okay, you know, you know Sexton can play well. He's done it. Yeah, it hasn't been as consistent as you would hope. It's better than what the position you're in now. And the thing's going to make it really hard moving forward is whether Adam Dewey comes back the same footballer. Mm. And God, I hope he does, but... I just wonder whether he is a six, though. I wonder whether he's a centre. I don't think center. he's a six. He's now, a now, bloody now. good footballer. I don't know what position he is. Yeah, he's a bloody good footballer. He's, a, he's, he's in your side, that's for sure. He's, he's almost too good to play centre, but he's he's not quite polished enough to play 5-8. Yeah, it's just, I just, he'd have to, it all depends on combinations. Like, I just think him and Brooks, it just didn't seem like Brooks was com- yeah. like combining with him really well. Um, but... Yeah, Sexton would have been great. I think the Bulldogs getting a Sexton is fantastic. The only thing with Sexton is this youth now policy, I think, has to go with the Bulldogs. I think they need to find some grizzled veterans. Now, look, if they could land a Tino or whatever, that's a different story. He's an origin player. But I just think they need a bit of – just a sprinkle of, of veterans throughout their side. Uh, but we'll get to the Bulldogs. Um, devastating. Like, Tommy Salau signs with Manly, and then he comes out and has probably his best game for the Tigers. <laughs> Uh, so frustrating for them. Yeah. Another guy with so much to take, like huge raps coming out of school. Huge raps. Um, but he was really good on the weekend. Uh, yeah. I mean, like Bateman worked his ass off. God, he got through some work, Bateman. Jesus. Jeez. I mean, look, he, got, he made 49 tackles. He missed none. That's the thing with like Bateman is, you know, whether he's playing for a team that's about to make the grand final or a team at the bottom of the table, he puts in the same effort. There's no difference. And I love that from Bateman. I love that from him. So at the moment that stood out to me, or like I, I, I was sitting at the pub watching this game, it just made me sit up straight. When Talon De Silva took the intercept, mm. he was running away and Sifa Talakai tackled him and um, tried to do a one-on-one strip. And it was a penalty. De Silva like rubbed the head of – and I like, thought, my wow. God. You're a brave man. So brave. Yeah. It's where brave meets stupidity. One of the two. I don't know which one, but I was nervous for him. Maybe undercover is a mad scrapper. <sighs> I hope so. He'd want to be. You know, it's different. It's like I think this generation of footy players coming up now, they haven't really been brought up in that environment, so they're not thinking like 
Yeah. It could be a punch on Like, you. imagine the... Yeah. I'd, Whereas, like, the generation that we come to, it's like, if you do that, you better be ready to get punched Yeah, you face. better get ready to knock down. And like look, as I, we don't know. De Silva might love it. He might be a mad scrapper. Yeah. But, jeez, that's bold on your debut. Is that debut? Yeah. Was it debut? No, he's played a few games okay. now, but still. Just if you're going to pick someone to have your first scrap with in the NRL... Yeah, pick someone else. Think of anyone that I'd rather have a scrap with than Siffer. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, fair play to the young fella. Young bull. Um, I did like the look of De Silva, though. He's um, good. He's a, he's a good footballer. I just love he's he's a goer. Yes, like he's just and, and I think the Tigers that probably lack that a little bit is just goers that want to get amongst it. Um, and, and there's obviously two very different ways to look at that moment with Siffer, where as I, I went, oh God, what are you doing, kid? But there is that side that goes, hey, maybe this is what the Tigers know. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, put it this way, if he is okay with the consequences, then it's like yep. sweet, love it. Like if you if he's willing to back that up week in week out. And never shy away from it. You go, mate, good on you. That's fucking mad. Yeah, you go back 20 years ago. It's the sort of thing that Robbie Farrell would have done when he came in. Oh, mate. There's plenty of guns from yesteryear yep. that would have done stuff like that on debut. Um, yeah, but outside of that, really good first half. Uh, i got to say, Stafford Toa, really disappointing since he had that incredible game. I just wonder. It's very up and down, yeah. Yeah, like what, what, where did it, what's happened? Like why? The blueprint's there for him. Just doesn't seem to be as involved as he was in that game. And geez, isn't it interesting? Like, like you could argue that that game he had was as good as Talakai's game. Mm. I'm bag Talakai for the next eight weeks after because he didn't do it. Tommy Tullio, nothing. Oh, and oh, Toa. Oh, Stafford Toa. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Like, like he hasn't he hasn't worn anything after yeah. that. Yeah, it's um, been a bit like very quiet. A bit surprised with that because I thought we were going to start to see because he had he actually had good games leading into that game where we're going fuck. There's something about Toa. But ever since then, he'd just been relatively quiet. I just wonder what. So, tell you one that I, that I, the kid that I do like in this side is they keep playing him on the wing. I think he's better in the back row. Um, Asuka Power. Mm. I reckon he's got I don't think he's a winger. He's not a winger. Because he has like errors in him and that, on yeah. this thing. But whenever they put him in the back row, and I understand they've got two gum back rows, but I would have him coming off the bench and just put him on th- through the middle for impact. He's big, he's mobile. The less he has to think, yeah. the better. Just run hard yeah. and straight. But they must be short for. for Wingers, because, oh, well, Nofaluma got dropped, I'm pretty sure. Mm, I think so. Had a Barry Crocker against... uh... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, my God, I'm blanking now. Who did they play last week? Cowboys? Uh, yeah. So, look, there's, there's, there are bits of when you rubble through the dirt, there's a few diamonds there. So, again, I would say it ad nauseum, but I think that the – Problems at the Tigers are much deeper than just the, the 17 blokes that uh, run on the rugby league field. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.